This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, a bill in the Senate calls on agencies to consult their employees before issuing reopening guidance. The State Department is moving ahead with its reopening plans despite concerns from an employee association. And the Defense Department has vastly improved its COVID-19 testing ability. These stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White. Federal employees may be getting a stronger voice in what it means to return to the office during the coronavirus pandemic. Six Democratic senators introduced the Federal Labor Management COVID Partnership Act. The bill would create formal task forces across government to review policies that impact employee safety during the pandemic and make sure agencies consult with their employees on issues such as telework, leave, cleaning protocols, and training. The State Department has brought more of its workforce back to the office in the D.C. area. The agency has moved the region to phase two of its diplomacy strong reopening strategy, which allows up to 80 percent of employees to return to the office. But the American Foreign Service Association has asked the agency to reconsider. It says the D.C. area has not seen a 14 day decline in new coronavirus cases and five of the seven elements on the agency's pandemic dashboard don't support bringing more employees back. As service member coronavirus cases continue to spike, the military is improving its testing and capacity. The Defense Department's top doctor says the Pentagon can now conduct 200,000 tests a week. The military services are trying to continually test and quarantine troops as needed. Currently, there are more than 38,000 people affiliated with DOD who have been diagnosed with COVID-19. About 27,000 of them are service members. DOD saw service member cases more than double over the last three weeks. One Defense Department nomination is on hold in the Senate. Federal News Network Scott Massioni reports. The Senate Armed Services Committee cancels the nomination hearing of Anthony Tata to be the next Defense Undersecretary for Policy. Tata's nomination was met with controversy from the beginning after it surfaced that he shared right-wing conspiracy theories on social media accounts. Committee Chairman Senator Jim Inhofe says the committee canceled the hearing because too many Democrats and Republicans did not know enough about Tata to consider him for the position. The committee also did not get the required documentation for the hearing. Scott Massioni, Federal News Network. The Army picks five civilians to lead an independent review of of Fort Hood nearly a month after the body of Army Specialist Vanessa Guillen was found outside the base. Guillen was sexually harassed by fellow soldiers and later murdered. The panel will review the command climate at Fort Hood and ensure the soldiers live and work in environments where they feel safe and respected. The panel includes Chris Swecker, a lawyer and former FBI official, and Kerry Ricci, an assistant general counsel at the Agriculture Department. The Air Force's Software Development Service is now an enterprise service for all of DOD. Federal News Network's Jason Miller has details. Any and all military services and defense agencies can use Platform One tools and contracts to develop applications. DOD CIO Dana Deasy says the Air Force's DevSecOps offering is now considered an enterprise-wide service. They've done a lot of work in the entire software development process and various tools and techniques that we are advocating as part of our agile workforce. DZ says the tools include a reference architecture and design templates to make discovery and reuse easier. 
Jason Miller, Federal News Network. Federal employees working in information technology know that rapid change is a constant, which is why the General Services Administration has launched an online training site to help feds keep up with the latest innovations. It's called the IT Acquisition University, or ITAU, and GSA created it for IT project managers and acquisition professionals. Training topics include cybersecurity, cloud migration, and federal IT modernization. Many of the sessions will earn employees continuous learning points, allowing them to maintain a number of certifications. ITAU is up and running on GSA's acquisition gateway and will eventually offer live webinars. Federal employees with ideas to improve technology can get startup funding now. GSA is offering up seed capital through its 10X Investment Fund. 10X is looking for projects that improve citizen services, enhance how agencies build technology, or bring in big or rapidly growing hardware or software. Past projects include the U.S. Web Design System, the Federalist, and the TTS Bug Bounty Program. The deadline to submit applications for the funding is August 5th. Despite no confirmed members at the Merit Systems Protection Board, House lawmakers want to make sure the organization remains viable for the next five years. Congresswoman Carolyn Maloney and Congressman Jerry Connolly introduced the Merit Systems Protection Board Environment Act that would reauthorize the board through 2025. It also would require training of administrative law judges on whistleblower protections and authorize a survey of federal employees. And a Democratic push for banking services at post offices moves further in Congress. The House approved an amendment to one of the fiscal 2021 spending bills that would give the Postal Service $2 million to launch a postal banking pilot program. Congressman Bill Pascrell and Congresswoman Marcy Kaptur introduced the amendment. They said banking services at post offices would serve the 90% of zip codes that lack a bank or credit union. You can find more information about these stories at federalnewsnetwork.com. Search Federal Newscast. Subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or Apple Podcasts. And stay up to date on your agency's response to the coronavirus with our coronavirus resource page. I'm Eric White. (music) 